0: Talking Lead, episode 119, getting close to 120, man, I'm just moving right along here, aren't I? I guess I'll go ahead and and announce my guest. Hank Strange is back, ladies and gentlemen, back in the
1: building, like a guest who refuses to leave. (laughs) His nationality is unknown. Uh, (laughs) I'm a gypsy. You're a gypsy this week? Okay. This week I'm a gypsy. My my people have a long lineage of gypsiedom.
0: <laughs> cool well thanks for being back brother appreciate it
1: thanks for and, having me. Man.
0: and today we have a very special guest joining hank and i uh it is the talking lead number one lead head he, he is the first that has been dubbed this chuck sanford ladies and gentlemen
2: what's up, what's up what's up thank you for having me this is uh this is this is an honor this is cool thank you
0: well, I mean, you do so much to push and promote the show. You're always taking part. Uh, I just wanted to do a little something to say thank you, and what better way than
2: having you on the show, man? That's awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Chuck, so, Chuck,
1: you're our number one guy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure of my nationality. Well, I know my nationality. I'm not sure what my uh, my lineage is, though. I'm kind of a Heinz 57
1: mixed up. I could touch you're a little a bit everywhere. You're a pirate, Chuck. You're an honorary pirate.
2: Uh, uh, they're, they're, yeah, that's one thing I probably don't have,
1: so yeah. that's cool. We, can we dub him a pirate? Arr. Can we, like, cut your yes. shoulders with some bones or something? What are you saying, Yeah, I, we,
0: we can do it through the interwebs here. Yeah.
1: So nice. We hereby dub the Pirate Chuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, Pirate C.S. hokey. Oh, nice. There you
1: yeah. go.
0: That's, that's his pirate name.
1: Yeah. I've been Very getting good. a bunch of your fans going to my Instagram page, by the way, and... Putting R on everything. Nice. So inundate
0: Hank with our leadheads. Keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so you won the the most recent trivia question, yes. uh, which was the one related to the video that Lola did, and you've received your package since then. So what you not you tell everybody what the Stranges sent
2: you. Oh yeah, it was really cool. It had uh, a, a couple of mag. Oh sorry. Wish I brought them down here. Uh, a couple mags. Um, I'm not sure exactly what's special. It looks like there's something special about it. I'm not sure exactly what it was. Didn't I think really those that.
1: were the roller mags, right? Yes. Sir. Yes. Okay. Yeah, those are the roller mags from Pro Mag. So tell us um, what's a, what's the roller mag. What's it? Doing? Uh, Pro Mag came out with this new AR-15 magazine that ha- actually has rollers in the follower. So if you check out our channel YouTube Full Thirty and all that, you'll see. You'll see a video on it if you want to get uh, a lot of info. But we did a torture test and all that kind of stuff with it, and uh, we sent Chuck a few of them. so he And, the, it. and those are <laughs> legal in his state, correct? <laughs> yes, yes, we did, everything's Chuck.
2: legal in Georgia.
1: Yeah. Okay. 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 He's
0: a Georgia well, boy. I didn't know, old Georgia boy. I uh, didn't know if he wanted people to know where he was from, so the cat's out of the bag. Oh, He's yeah. down in He's Georgia. He's from a free
1: state. He's from a free state.
0: <laughs> or down here in the south. Happily
2: so. Happily so. Yeah.
0: So what else was in that that
2: swag bag? Oh, love the patches. A uh, bit of a, I guess, well, I beat this out, but a bit of a uh, patch whore. So, appreciate yeah. all the patches.
1: Patch whore uh, is perfectly acceptable on this show. <laughs> so uh, you got some Hank Strange patches?
2: Yeah, got got the Hank Strange patch, the the Geisley patch, uh, a couple of the Canik patches um, cool. for the the TP nine S SA as uh, mm-hmm. Merkel likes to say. SA <laughs> uh, there's a couple of pins. I think it was a Glock pin. There was a uh, kel KSG pin. i uh trying to go off, go off the top of my head here. Uh, there was another pin in there. Uh, there's also a writing pin, a bullet pin from, I want to say it was KSG. That may have been canic mm-hmm. as well. Well, There was okay. a lot of canic, canic gear, uh, uh, Kel-Tec gear. Then the assortment of patches. So just all
0: kinds of cool stuff. And you say your wife took the all majority kinds of, swag. of
2: it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she took a lot of it. She always takes half, at least half of uh, everything I win. So.
1: <laughs> at least. That's cool. Yeah. I saw the picture. Chuck put up a picture, I think, on Instagram. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I got home and saw it, just cut it up, trying to make it look all pretty, and uh, took a picture of it, posted it up. Sweet. All right. Cool. Now
0: let's find out what Hank's done cool and exciting in the world of firearms this week. Hank?
1: Okay, this week I had a very cool visit from a relatively new suppressor company out there called PTP Tactical. Okay, they're, uh, it's a family owned business from Kentucky, and they came out here to the hacienda and brought a few cans with them a uh, 22 can, uh, 9mm, and 45, and I had a lot of fun shooting those things.
0: Okay, so silencers, huh?
1: Suppressors. Yeah. Suppressors, yes sir.
0: You know, we talked about that on the last show and you couldn't name five movies that had uh, suppressors in it. I did was, name them. That was sad, dude. It was sad. I did
1: name them. Uh, James Bond 1, James Bond 2, James Bond three, <laughs> no. one, Expendables 1, Expendables 2. <laughs>
0: <laughs> does not count. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm getting ready to release a video. Uh, and again, it's... From last shot show, I'm just now getting around to it. From uh, Silencer oh Co, we're
1: going to shot show again real soon, and you're now catching up. I'm to trying them. to get
0: it, yeah. trying to get them all out. I know it, I know it. But they're right. still relevant. You know, the stuff I'm releasing is still relevant. Uh, the Silencer Co uh, had all of their line of suppressors out on the range that day, and I've got a video of going down the line, shooting from the 22 pistol all the way up to the suppressed 12 gauge baby. That's awesome. Salvo 12. Mm-hmm. yeah I love that thing man. that is phenomenal and they had one for a 300 blackout also It was called the Omega the Omega the Omega yeah. and it'll go it'll suppress all, all the way up to a 300 wind mag okay. um, but man was it quiet shooting that 300 blackout I, I really really thought that was awesome. but you were telling me that you heard something new today something that was just released today that had dropped a bomb on us. Yes, uh, about an internally suppressed fire uh, handgun.
1: Yes, Silencer Co. Today officially, I guess, released what they call the Maxim Nine, which is a fully integrated suppressed pistol. It pretty much looks like a Smith and Wesson M with a suppressor built into the front of it. it. Looks a lot like something you'd see in RoboCop or Judge Dread or something like that. Your favorite sci-fi movie?
2: Yeah, I saw those pictures today. It looked pretty, pretty cool looking.
1: Yeah, it looks interesting. And and apparently there's some video of some gun dudes out shooting it on a boat, I don't know. Somewhere off the, the shores of some place shooting at uh some fake sharks or something in the water. So uh,
0: Alright, so I've got a I've got a picture of it right here and it looks like basically what it looks like is looks like a a gun and, and if you put a a light, you know, you put a flashlight on the underneath rail mounting. Mm-hmm. You know how it makes it give you that little beefier look up front. That's kind of what it looks like.
1: Or right. a taser, one of the, a taser gun, maybe. Right. Um, yes, it does look a lot like a taser gun. That's a good catch on yeah. your part. Um, it's interesting. You know, I, I don't see when the actual release date of that's going to be available or what's the price. But you're gonna, you're still going to have to go and get a tax stamp on it. You're going to have to pay the additional $200 because it's, it's suppressed. Yes, I'm assuming... I'm assuming so. Uh, it would be awesome if you didn't have to do all of that and someone could just go buy the pistol. I'm also wondering, I don't know how concealable that's going to be, so I think what yeah. a lot of people on the flip side of that are going to say is like, what's the point of it? Because you can just get your regular pistol with a threaded barrel and take your suppressor on and off. and still. But be it's able- a lot shorter. Look how short it is. Yeah, it's not... Um, Vers- versus no. one with a can on
0: it, man. It's It's like half... It's a little bit longer than... Um
1: a full size uh what would you call that? MmP? Yeah, I'm gonna say it, it's maybe, probably about two inches or something longer, but it's still got more girth to it, you know? Uh I don't know. I'm not getting a, I'm not getting a straight
0: on picture All I see is a um a profile picture. I'm not getting one to see
1: how thick it is. But it doesn't look like it's any thicker than um. Uh, yeah, it Ron looks like Barrel it would be would the be. same. Yeah. Um It'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the holsters for it. So yeah, I mean, there's a whole, whole new line of holsters that um, people are will have to be made. My, uh, I should probably give a shout-out to my buddies from Green Force Tactical that makes Kydex holsters. I don't know if yeah. you know the Green Force Tactical guys. Green Force Tactical? No. Yeah, Green Force Tactical. Those my buddies. Green Force Tactical. No, Force. Green Force. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'm
0: thinking of... Uh, there's a Forest... There's another uh, anyway. I don't. I can't remember yeah. any right now. There's so many so. holster companies out there. It's ridiculous But yeah. no, this is good. I mean, this is progress. This is what you know. This is the kind of technology and progress in firearms technology that I want to see. You know, yeah. if they start pushing, like that, if they start pushing and and making these things to where the the public is going to want them. You know, these where it's just. Automatically part of the gun; it's automatically suppressed, which is what I was talking about the other day. I mean, this is—I think this is what firearms should be anyway. I think they should be suppressed, right? Um, and there shouldn't be an additional
1: tax for it. No, it yeah, should shouldn't, there shouldn't. even be additional time. paperwork. Yeah. Occurrence. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Should
2: be, should be cheaper. Yeah. yeah. You're doing the public a service by keeping the the, the
1: sound down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't. The technology may be, and your fan's going off again. There we go, okay. The technology may, you know, be there to where, you know, they've got the R&D curve licked. But, yeah, so, yeah, this is, I think this is a huge step in the right direction to get the laws changed to where uh, suppressors are just, you know, a, a common accessory for firearms now instead of
1: this taxable
0: vehicle that the government uses. So,
1: yeah, I agree with you. One of the things is a lot for most of us when we're training, we, we've got airs on, and then when you're out there in a in a situation that could actually go down, you're not going to necessarily have airs on. You probably won't, you know, and that alone yeah. could could throw off the whole balance of what you're doing because you wouldn't necessarily be ready for all the noise that you're about to make. Yeah, yeah but a lot of times when
0: you're in those high-stress situations, you know, your hearing and everything else goes away. Everything, you know, comes to the tunnel vision. You know, you've heard mm-hmm. people talk about that when you get in the high stress situations, uh, and I'm sure you're not even thinking about the noise. But still, right. it's doing damage whether you're cognizant of it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. I mean, bravo to Silencer Co. Man, In the yeah. Maxim Nine. Check that out.
1: Yeah, interesting to see. You know, how many other companies are going to follow in the footsteps here.
0: For the handguns now, I've there's been companies that have done rifles that way. Yes, that have built uh, internally suppressed ARs. Right.
1: Um, um, they're I've not coming seen it. Inter- right I've seen an internally suppressed barrel for a Ruger Ten Twenty Two. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, so yeah. there's lots of cool options out there for rifles, just not much on the way of pistols, except for this that I could think of.
0: Yeah, this is the first one I've heard of. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm
1: sure some gun historian out there will tell us that this has existed before in the past back uh, in 19. Just like we
0: were looking for where the Black Knives Matter t-shirt was, uh, a leadhead stepped up and provided a link for us
2: for that. That was me. I Chuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a super fan. So basically what he was saying Hank is go Nobody. get your own damn shirt. Yeah, I know. I caught. I caught on to that. I got it. That's all right. Okay. <laughs>
0: so, Chuck, did you do anything cool with firearms this week?
2: Uh, not specifically. There's, been, I've had a, uh, I guess, an ongoing project uh, that I've been slowly working on. Uh, whenever, whenever I get a chance, I uh, recently acquired from my father a an old uh, Remington Model Six, little single shot 22. Uh, That's basically been sitting in his attic for the last 30 years and's pretty, I guess, rusted out on the outside. Uh, when I was able to bring it home, looked at the inside and the barrel kind of looked fine. So, I've been slowly trying to uh, restore it, getting the rust off cool. and cleaning it up. And uh, it's it's gonna be a long, slow process. And I've already kind of messed some things up. But uh, so you're doing it yourself, you're not? I I'd like to. for now. <laughs> For now, until
0: you till you hit that spot where it's just like, eh, I better let somebody else handle this.
2: At some point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. but so it's, there's it's a, a lot funny. of sentimental value on that one, right?
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's it's a it, it was uh, apparently I guess my grandfather's when he was a child. Uh, from what I've been able to find with the research, from him, it's, it's it was uh, manufactured like 1928. Um, okay. So it's 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 an old rifle.
1: Okay, don't mess it up, man. Don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't do it. But but you should do your
0: before and after pictures. So post those on uh, on the website or on the Facebook page. There, the kind of your progress. Too
2: you late start. for the too late for the before, and uh, yeah, I don't want to show the pro, the current. Uh, I did the uh, the amateur gunsmith mess up and uh, took the Dremel to it and oh, I just, no. just couldn't get couldn't get the rust off. So Dude, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on cleaning that up.
0: Alright, you get the Jack Wagon of the Week award. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing you on the Jack Wagon train, man, for that. You hey, know I'm better than with that. I'm still
2: new at this. I'm still new.
1: Have you never heard of PB Blast? No. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: that's now some you have.
1: penetrating that's some penetrating stuff that you can get when you've got a lot of rust. You can take the parts and, you know, just spray it in a container or something like that and let that stuff okay. sit on it for a while and then clean it off and even use some steel wool or something. And that's coming from Hank Strange, who knows nothing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely yeah. have to look into something, yeah. have I, I still got other parts I haven't touched yet uh, that I don't want to mess up. So yeah, go easy. If Seek advice. advice. We'll do. If it's got any
0: kind of monetary value, um, no, it doesn't.
2: That was one of the things I looked up to. I mean, I think I think I've seen them like on on a Gun Trader for like 150 bucks or something like that. So
0: I got you. I got you. We still don't want to jack it up, so. You know. Yeah, I
2: mean, I, I do want I do want to get it in some type of nice working condition and a nice looking condition so that I can uh, use it to teach my kids to shoot someday with. Yeah. Okay. Well, that'd be a uh, that'd
0: be a good topic to have on the show sometime is how to restore you know maybe some some older guns like that. Well, now you mentioned. Now, well, you should have you should have said, hey, you know what, this would have been a good mean. topic for talking lead, and then you should have just sent that request <laughs> and waited. But hey, if there's any lead heads out there listening that uh are into or have knowledge about uh gun restoration, uh shoot us some messages, shoot Chris a message on our Facebook page. You know, that's a that's a cool project, man. I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out for you. Thank you. Yeah. So, what I did in guns this week is I finally got to take the Subby 2000 Gen 2 out. Sub 2K sub 2k and man it was everything I remember it being at shot show range day and then some.
1: Really? Very cool. S-
0: straight out of the damn box man at 30 yards was dead solid center perfect right on. I didn't have to sight in or nothing. Very good. It it was perfect man and I have probably no, shot.
1: No cycling
0: issues or stove no pipes or No anything. stove pipes. I, I shot almost 300 rounds through it uh, between me and Pepper and a buddy of mine that went out and every one of us were just shooting the bullseye out of the targets consistently and it cycled perfect. No jams, no issues. Uh, I was using the 31 round nine millimeter Glock magazines and then I used the 17 round that they, that comes with it and the ammo I was just, I was using some reload ammo, um, from a company who's no longer around, VetMate Ammo, uh, which we talked about them before on the show at a local company here. I still got a lot of their ammo, which is great ammo. Um, I wish somebody would get that company going back up and going again. But I was just shooting 9mm reloads through it, and there, it was cycling perfect, and it was dead solid, center perfect shooting, accurate. So then we backed it up to 50, and it was doing the same thing. Sweet. And I'm gonna, so I took videos. i got some pictures I'm going to be posting of that for you guys to, to check out. Cool. Um, next thing I'm doing, I'm gonna get some different ammo, run some different ammo through it. Um, maybe try
1: to find case. some
0: of those. Uh, I'm I'm sure it'll shoot them. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't I don't think the Kel Tec will have any problem shooting them.
1: Yeah, I think Kel Tec always says don't run steel case through their stuff, but I always like to see how it goes through there. <laughs> <laughs> I I refuse to follow that instruction. <laughs> Yeah. yeah,
2: that's up. up Two thousand one of those, one of those guns that I really wanted to uh, look into getting myself someday.
0: You should do it, man. I mean, they're they're the perfect backpack gun. You see, I've got my uh, Maxpedition Sitka bag here, which it fits perfectly folded into the Maxpedition Sitka bag. Uh, you can get as many magazines as you want in here with it. Uh, all your your kit, first aid kit, gloves, I Pro, Ear Pro. Uh, extra clothes. I mean, this bag
1: is perfect. Are you going to do a bunch of mods to yours now that you've actually shot it? What what did you think? I'm not. I'm not, man. It doesn't need anything. I'm not going to
0: touch it. There is nothing else on it. I adjusted the buttstock back to uh, the full length of pull on it, Mm -hmm. uh, which it was fine where it was, but it just gave me a little bit extra um, stability on my reach. So Okay. That's the only modification I'm doing to it man is <laughs> is the adjustable buttstock that that comes standard with it now it's perfect man there it doesn't need anything else it shoots perfect it's got the rails on there if I want to throw a light or if I want to throw a scope uh you know something like that on it if i I don't think I want to put a hand uh stop or hand guard on it it's mm-hmm. just because it just feels so good um just with the my yeah, with
1: palm, that contour my
0: palm my palm grip yeah mm mm-hmm. It's it's not a round handguard. It's more of a, what what would you call it, Hank? The handguard shape, just kind of uh, rectangular.
2: Yeah,
0: but I it's ergonomical. It's more, it's it's more smooth
1: muted to fit into your cupped hand. <laughs> I know that sounds <laughs> weird. But. Is, it, is it, you're is familiar it shaped- with putting things in your cupped hand? <laughs> yes, I've had a lot of practice.
2: <laughs> is, is it similar to the shape of like the uh, that B five systems handguard? That's on the uh, the Bravo except
1: it's 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 thinner yeah
2: thinner than that it's, one really
1: yeah, yeah, it yeah. is, but it's got the gator grip going along there, so I think that helps with your track, give you traction and yeah, I think it's very ergonomic yeah well i didn't I didn't grip
0: it up uh closer to the receiver i I was more out uh toward the site, the front post site, mm-hmm. keeping it out there is very i mean it keeps it very stable. Cost of uh, yeah, I'm I'm loving it. So I mean, I don't know. I've I've got a few more things I'm gonna run it through just to, just for the fun of it now, because I know it's it's just a great shooter and it's reliable. So now I want to just try to do maybe some bang up kind of tests, maybe throw throw some mud and stuff like that in it. But yeah, okay. other than that, I mean, it's I'm not gonna do anything else to it like I did the other one. You know, that other one I the Gen One I changed out the handguard, put the Redline Precision handguard on there. I, Super modified I took the old front post side off and threaded the barrel and put the red line precision uh iron post side on it
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and I put like some buffer um things on the the cheek well buffer. you know what I'm talking about yeah, Tacticool makes them where you could it was like a cheek well buffer thing you could put on there to but this thing was comfortable it seemed like you could get down on it better than you could the old one, too. Where the old one, you were always just trying to like get your head down as far as you could, and it felt like you were like shoving your cheek into your shoulder to try to get down low enough so you could see through the sight. This one didn't mm-hmm. feel that way. Yeah. Even though he swears they haven't done anything, it, it it seems like you can get on sight a lot easier, a lot quicker.
1: So it's closer. It's way closer now to being the perfect truck gun. Yeah, it, it's the perfect... Uh, Hit the fan gun, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pack it up, take it anywhere with you. Yeah, truck gun, camping gun, now, zombie apocalypse gun. For, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys out there waiting for the uh, M and versions, and you know, because they said they were going to do different versions.
0: Yeah, and that's that's cool that they're going make them compatible with other magazines. Yeah. You know, not everybody shoots Glock, and that's that's fine. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad that Killtech, you know caters to their. Their clients, their customers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They do a good job with that. So that's that's really what I did. Other than painting a bunch of stuff with my glow in the dark paint that I told you I got to paint my tactical tactical walls
1: clock that they got me. And now you're painting everything with glow. Are you gonna? I'm are you gonna everything. paint um, little Marty? with um some glow-in-the-dark? I, I might. I very yeah, well might. I might do a little, uh, a little sword fighting at night. <laughs> like, uh, lightsaber. That's right. Like, hey, so baby, watch. Let me show you my, <laughs> you my lightsaber. It glows. It grows. It's the lightsaber. Hey, as long as she doesn't cross swords with you, it's all good.
0: <laughs> wait, it disappeared. Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, wait, it disappeared. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was no, this,
1: there was some. Remember, wasn't there something with uh the Simpsons, something like that, where uh where Homer got um radiated? Uh, obviously, it wasn't a you know that body part. He got irradiated. I don't know. I don't watch The Simpsons. I've probably watched Way one back
0: episode back. of The Simpsons.
1: Oh okay. I don't yeah, get into those. 20. Um, that'll be a cool oh, meme, man. If you ever do that with your stuff, just make sure you take pictures and share it with the rest of the world. Of my junk. <laughs> <laughs> the before yeah. and after. Start That's start when new. That's when talking lead will jump the shark. <laughs> yeah. Not that me, not that me and Chuck need to see it. It's like this is the real talking lead right here. <laughs> uh, I've got so many things I could say that,
0: but I'm not going to. Let's move on to <laughs> Let's get to know Talking Lead's number one lead head, Chuck, a little bit better. Chuck, as you know, uh, being a super fan, whenever we have a new guest on the show, we have a line of questioning that we do. Yes, sir. We are going to submit you to that line of questioning today.
2: Okay, I'll do my best.
0: Okay. So tell us how you originally got involved with
2: firearms. Uh, It was actually about 2008, and we had the uh, election of a new president, that uh, seemed like he wanted to take away everyone's guns and I uh, never really grew up with guns. So this was the uh, basically my, my first opportunity to get into it and I had a friend that was a, uh, a really good friend of mine that was really into him and he kind of uh, uh, led me into a, a certain platform uh into yeah. buying, buying my first gun which was the Springfield XDM N40,
1: mm-hmm. um, okay. so in 40. Okay. So are the- you
2: originally
0: from Georgia?
2: No. I'm originally from Southeast Virginia. Okay. Um, moved to Florida and then from Florida up to uh, up here in Georgia.
0: Okay. So growing up, you didn't have any hunting guns or shotguns or anything like that that your
2: your dad uh, or grandpa had? Steady boy, no. Then it didn't really have any guns steady in the boy. house. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Okay.
0: So what was your, how old were you in 2008, if you don't mind us? Uh,
2: 20 years.
0: I can't do math. Thirty. So you're thirty. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, that would be considered, you know, a little later on in age um, getting involved with firearms, which is nothing wrong with that. But that's mm-hmm. cool.
2: That's cool. Yeah. But it's it's taken off since then. I've I've
1: just loved anything pew right now. Are you still a forty guy? Are you still an XDM guy?
2: Uh, I like I like the Springfields. I'm a little bit of everything. I mean, I've got 940, 45... Um, okay. The 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 main caliber is I, I don't discriminate. So Hank, ask him the uh, pop
1: culture question. What's the pop culture question?
0: When it when it comes to pop culture, what's your go to oh. movie, TV show, magazine, whatever it may be? YouTube uh, video, YouTube uh, channel. It,
1: relative to guns. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pod, so I I can ask anything I want to there, right? Just okay. that's, the quest, that's the question. That's the question you're asking you better me. answer this right. <laughs> Who is your favorite YouTube gun guy? No, that's not not the question. That's not the question. (laughs) (laughs) The
0: question is, when it comes to pop culture, whether it be a movie, a TV show... Okay, hold on, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Okay, (laughs) Okay. Chuck,
1: when it comes comes to pop culture, what is a YouTube gun guy with a mohawk (laughs) that you really enjoy... (laughs) I
2: think I think it's
1: uh it's Lola's husband. <laughs> no, i just I yeah, think I think it's Lola, right? <laughs> no, let, no, me let me do this right before Marty just seriously chops that out of yeah. it. Okay, so what's your what's your go-to what's your go-to movie, Chuck, when it comes to pop culture? Go-to, um, go-to
2: movie or just pop culture in general?
1: Yeah, when it comes to pop culture, what's your go-to movie? Um, hey Chuck you know the you know the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know the question. What what's the answer to the question that you know already?
2: Well, I, lately it's been uh, actually a lot of these podcasts. Uh, Talking Lead being the main one that I listen to, but also like you know, the We Like Shooting, um, uh, This Weekend Guns, uh, okay. Student of the Gun. Uh, download all of them. Basically, listen to them while I'm at work. So I mean that's. Okay. We end yeah. up getting a lot of information and get to uh, uh, find out about new products, new techniques. Uh, get to hear a lot of the personalities uh, know that are from YouTube and, and just from the industry in general.
1: Okay, that's cool. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of us out there that appreciate it. But really, is there, because I have movies wh- that I'll watch at least once a year. So do you have a movie like that, that's something that you would watch once a year? And nowadays it might be something that's gun related, but it doesn't have to be.
2: Um. Uh, The obvious ones. I mean, when you always hear that people answer this question, the Full Metal Jacket and um, uh, Sniper, and uh, I mean a lot of those movies like that. Mm
1: -hmm. Very cool. Is Is that that your favorite
0: genre
2: of movie? Yeah. Uh, I I, I am starting getting in a lot of the the war type movies. Uh, With it it doesn't even matter really what war. Um, A a lot of the old, or a lot of the, the new movies like Fury. Uh, you know about World War Two and uh, the tank? God, have if you, you've seen that one.
1: Yes. Well, I haven't seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Do you like the? So you like the history stuff? Yeah. Okay.
2: I mean, I, cool? I like it all. The, yeah. The, the, silly, the silly stuff too, like the Expendables stuff, like that. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. You're a fan of the Expendables.
2: <laughs> like, "Don't, don't discriminate.
1: Don't discriminate. Like uh-huh. a, don't hate. Don't hate. Exactly. Yeah. You, who's you can, your, who's your favorite Expendable then?" Which one of the uh, guys on the Expendables can you relate to the most?
2: <laughs> uh, Jet Jetley. <Li>. Jungs, <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> and, and, no, I recently started taking martial arts, so it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I
1: was going to say, qualify that answer, Chet. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Marty? What about you? Who do you relate to in the Expendables the most?
0: Oh, man, Barney. I'm Barney, Barney
1: dude. Yeah, I'm I Barney. You, Barney I gotta is... got to be one of them. Who I am. Barney is, is Sly Stallone, man. Stallone's character? That's his name, Barney? Yeah, it's Barney. Okay, I've seen those movies a bunch of times. I never realized his name was Barney.
2: Yeah, me either. It,
1: yeah, isn't that his name? His name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> now you got me questioning. Okay. Sure.
1: This must be research now. Okay, while we're researching that, I'm just going to answer mine. Mine is Christmas. I feel like the British guy. Barney. You you know that you know that I'm British, right?
0: You know that. <laughs> yeah. Fly Stallone is Barney. That's the name of his Barney Ross.
1: What? I can't even believe that. Yep. Wow, you're That's right. Amazing. It shows how much you pay attention to the damn movie, man. <laughs> don't like you know what? I try to ignore Sylvester Stallone, man. Um and, you know this- I didn't watch it for the character development. Yeah, I, right, never, exactly. I didn't even realize his name was Barney. He got me on that one. Not you really know. watching it for the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got weird. Barney and Christmas and... Um, I like
2: Jason Staden's car- character, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's Christmas. It's so Christmas. then... Okay, and, okay. so and then Dolph Lundgren is Gunner. Gunner, okay.
2: Yeah. Didn't yeah. he die in, like, the first one and then came back in the second one? or?
1: Lundgren? No, I don't no. think he ever died. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah
0: now what what's his name cruz um Terry Cruz Terry, Terry Cruz got shot, but he didn't die, yeah, and yeah.
1: now they have uh, Wesley Snipes crazy butt in there.
0: see that was I didn't like that because all that was is they just basically he and Christmas had the same talents, so I was like, yeah. what's the purpose in having two knife dudes
1: yeah and then he go did you do you remember his line? He goes, "I'm the knife before Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah <laughs> I think. I think that's
1: the only like reason. out of the '80s,
0: <laughs> they had that character in there so they could throw that cheesy line in there. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it felt a little uncomfortable. And Terry Crews was like, "Dude, because you know, I don't. You guys would not realize this, but you know, there's a rule amongst the black peoples that the white peoples can only have one black friend. So you know, Terry Crews was like, "Damn, <laughs> this is this is where I buy it now." And then, sure enough, they kill him. But then they're like, "Oh, we'll bring him back in the end." Well, the they don't day kill day. him. He's, I think he gets shot in the
0: butt. Actually, did not he? I think he gets shot in no, the. No, no, no. He
1: got shot and, up pretty good. And Mel Gibson shoots him. Yeah. So everyone's like, "I know, I was thinking eye- that." Yeah, with um, going on
0: his big racial tyrant that he went on, got accused uh, of. I, th-
1: I think he. Sh- yeah, he did shoot him in the butt, but he shot him in more than the butt in in part three. Because he was in the hospital for, like, I think they thought he was going to die and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. He probably went off and made some other movie. See, that's you you can tell when they're doing that during the movies, you know? When they write but the that character was the thing, to be in a hospital bed through the whole movie. Because they only had room for one black guy in the script,
0: so yeah. they had to...
1: They had to... <laughs> exactly. There you go. And, well, what and what,
2: from
0: what I've heard about Wesley Snipes, uh, you know, he he probably wanted to have his own... You know, as much camera time as possible. So he's a bit yeah. of a camera whore, from what I understand. I don't know.
1: Well, now he's got a TV show. Wesley Snipes does. Yeah. Terry Crews. No, Wesley Snipes. I think Terry Crews had. It. I don't know if he still has a TV show.
2: Did Wesley Snipes take care of all of his legal
1: issues? He, he oh, I'm sure. Kid, if that's yeah. what you mean.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, he's he's, got, he's he's served his time and is.
1: Yeah, he did his time, and I think uh, he paid paid the stuff he paid the fees or whatever Texas the or whatever it was. Yeah, it was just IRS stuff really. Yeah. And now he's doing it all over again. Yeah, now <laughs> so. he's on a TV show. Um there's a TV show, I think it's called Runner or something like that that's that he's going to be on. Okay. I don't he's not the main character, but he's uh no, it's called The Player. Player. The Player. Yeah, The Player. So is it like a um drama TV show? Um, I think it's this show, I don't know if it's in Vegas, but it's basically a show where they get a criminal, from what I've seen of the trailers okay. that I've seen, they get a so criminal... So
0: he's got a talk show or anything like that?
1: No, they get some kind of oh. criminal, and everyone bets on whether or not he can escape the police or some craziness like that. It's one of those kinds of shows. Okay. So I'm guessing every week the guy's going to commit some kind of crime, and they're going to bet on whether or not he's got, he gets caught or
0: and that won't last a season. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know. It's probably already canceled. It probably I could just I ahead. could already
1: see that Wesley's going to snap on something. like, you know. <laughs> he's
0: he's going to pull a Charlie Sheen. He's going to pull a Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah.
0: No doubt. No, when, All when right, so Chuck
1: loses it, he loses it.
0: Chuck, next question is is there um a gun that you once owned that you wish you had back? Uh no. Okay. You're relatively, you're relatively new in the firearms.
2: Yeah, and there's only two guns that I've ever gotten rid of, and I was happy to get rid of both of them.
0: What okay. were they? And that goes to the next question: Is there one that you were ashamed to to admit to owning?
2: Yeah, probably the was it the, the Smith and Wesson the SVW nine, whatever the Glock wannabe that costs like the Glock $2. wannabe, yeah, you get an academy sport, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That 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 was the one. I got you. Okay. Uh, the the other one that I had, I'm not necessarily ashamed I owned, but I just didn't like it. All much didn't like it that much. Was the uh, little Ruger uh, LCP.
1: Yeah.
2: The 380 didn't didn't like that one at all. Just did not Point. like the, the, the trigger pull.
1: Trigger. Yeah, I hate the trigger. It was
2: terrible. Yeah.
1: So you obviously weren't very accurate with it.
2: Well, it was just like you started pulling, and then you just kept pulling, yeah, and then pull. you, were pulling yeah. and you were pulling, and you're pulling, and pulling.
1: Till that's bang. what kills the was, accuracy on those little yeah. um, 380s. It and it was heavy. Okay. Yeah.
2: Long and heavy. It, yeah, I just didn't like very much. It, it hurt my hand to shoot too.
0: Okay. Those guns are designed to just go up, slam it in the gut, and just.
1: Yeah. Or it's like it's like Marty was saying earlier. That's the kind of thing that the the moment when you need it, if you have it on you, you're not really going to notice any of those uncomfortable things, and probably someone's going to be really close. You know, you're maybe backing them off or it's like a gut kind of gut shot or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Remember? Gut shot. Now, I had the
2: one with Good the shot. integrated laser too, and it just, I don't know, there was no point of having the laser if you couldn't
1: shoot it straight. So. Exactly. So, Chuck, what is a gun that you must have before you kick the bucket? <laughs> what is <laughs> your bucket list kind
2: <laughs> Actually, probably has a, has a little bit to do with the with where I work in the program I work on. I work at Lockheed as an engineer and work on the C one hundred and thirty program. So if I could have Sweet. anything, very cool. It would be it would be an AC one hundred and thirty.
0: There you go. Nice. That
2: counts with its yeah. thirty millimeter cannons and one hundred five millimeter cannons. That's that's I would love to have one.
0: It's targeting systems
1: and all that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Money. Nice. That yeah. I think we all. Could safely say that we would all like. To have it. I can fly it. I could fly it for you.
2: Yeah, and I'll be back there on the on the on the systems, just taking out terrorists. It'd be awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you think? One of those goes for you. Work at uh, what can oh I, when I what can I pick up a used AC130 uh, yeah, I mean, loaded. What, what is that going to set me
2: well, back? Well, the, well, I work more on the new on the new J mod I think they we finally did finish. One AC-130. Um, I don't think it'll be. It, it gets commissioned in for another couple of years, but uh, I don't know. Somewhere just south of maybe a hundred, hundred, hundred mil.
1: Yeah, yeah, we could do. We could pull that off, Marty. If me and you pool our money. Well, we just like, gotta charge live live a little AC bit more. I, I would totally live on an AC-130, man. Oh yeah, I would too, man. It's awesome.
2: It's fun. loud. It's loud, but you know.
0: So, what kind of improvements have they made in the new J? Did you say it's the J model? what it's called? The J model, yeah. Yeah, what uh, they, if, what improved? Can you talk about it? Uh,
2: it classified. I mean, yeah, it's 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 more uh, mission computer based. A lot of things have been automated that were manual before. So I mean, did it, they put as air as conditioned, as conditioned it, seats on it? No. <laughs> no air conditioned seats, huh? No air yeah. conditioned seats. I mean, the J is the J itself is still 15 years old, so it's not a not necessarily a brand new platform, but uh, it, it it none of the a, the existing AC-130s are. J now do those do those have ejection seats on them? No. No ejection seats it.
0: Man, you can't get any kind yeah, of bond go. seats
1: going on those things. Right? Yeah. It can't really be what you need it to be without at least one ejection. But you could probably retrofit it with an ejection seat, man.
2: Right. So open the door in the back and jump out. <laughs>
0: so it's not like a fighter jet. You're gonna have some time when those suckers are going down. You you're gonna oh, no. know it.
2: No, this is a, this is a, a transport aircraft.
0: So you can yeah. you can
2: pretty much you just take supplies. You can take you can take Throw your or...
0: parachute on.
1: I'm gonna we wait can until a you can pick on your
0: way
2: back
1: <laughs> I'm gonna wait until you could pick those up for about 10 grand how long you think that's gonna be you know uh, like, you know how you can get those army surplus vehicles
2: <laughs> maybe uh, 1900
0: <laughs> speaking of I watched uh,
2: have you seen the movie Lord of War
1: Lord of War
0: yeah with uh, Nicolas Cage mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: he's a he's an arms dealer I watched that uh, again. This week. I love oh, that movie. Oh,
1: you
0: did? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, he's got like his uncle that. that was at, um, he was a Russian, and during the, the end of the Cold War, he was going to his uncle, and this is based on a true story, and he was buying the Russian uh, helicopters and tanks, and the dude was just selling them. <laughs> mm-hmm. he, he was going and selling them to his, his nephew, and then his nephew was exporting them all over the world, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. There was that's actually a good movie. A time when there, was nothing, not there was nothing illegal
0: about that, right? <laughs> um, well, there was ways that you had to go about doing it, but yes, it was illegal.
2: Aren't you trying to sell to both sides?
0: <laughs> they had no moral ethics. Basically, it was like whoever wanted to buy their stuff, they'd sell it to them. If you could spend the day at the range with anyone or any group, be it fictional, uh, still living or not with us any longer, who would that be?
2: Actually, I mean, I've met a, a lot of the, uh, I guess the guys that have been on this show and a lot of the, the uh, YouTube personalities um, at NRA this year, including Hank and yourself. Um, man, I'd just love to go out with you guys and just go out and shoot with you guys, just uh, you know, soak up whatever knowledge that I could. and. Have y'all just show me just all oh the really God. cool stuff.
1: That's so, so not do. well, does he? Yeah, <laughs> it's very humbling. It's actually very humbling, but in my mind I'm like, You're crazy, why do you want to hang with us? <laughs> <laughs> we just you know, get up here and that's how you get that's how you get STDs. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging with pirates and uh, where did you say
0: you're from this week? I'm a gypsy. I'm a gypsy. A gypsy. Yeah, pirates and gypsies will get you STD every time, baby. Yeah. Arr. <laughs> Arr. No, that's cool, man. It's cool to well, hear that's cool. that. Cool. Thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. Well, maybe we can make that happen then. You're just that down in awesome. Georgia. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: That gives me an idea.
1: Uh uh-uh. oh, it's you just, just give me an idea. Thing. That's dangerous, man. Don't have ideas. I'm going to write it down while I'm thinking about it. Uh uh-uh. oh, now he's writing stuff down. I'm really worried now.
0: All right, well, very cool, man. We appreciate that. You know, I don't know uh, how much you're going to learn by spending time <laughs> on the range. You probably learn what not to do. He's going
1: to go in reverse. He's going like, <laughs>
0: to come up stupider than when he. Know nothing about guns after that.
2: Hey, learning what not to do is still learning. So. Uh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: As long as you walk away alive, yes, it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know that brings me to something. I mean, that I was thinking about. I don't want to, you know, jump in there. Marty, don't jump but, in there, Hank. Come on. You know, I was thinking about this. Do you ever come across gun store owners that don't know gun laws? You ever come across that?
0: I've uh, run across yeah. gun store owners that don't know guns, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, not not here in Georgia. Not
2: the ones not, that I've seen or I've visited.
0: Not necessarily the owners, but the people that work in the stores.
2: Uh, maybe the maybe the big box stores, but uh, you, the gun shops that I go to. I mean, I, I think I buy go to for a reason. Okay. No, because because I can go there and learn something from them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I go into a lot of different gun stores, and I find that sometimes uh, that there's it's amazing what you know because everyone has a different idea of what laws are. Like some gun store owners think that suppressors are illegal to own or sell. You know, there's just all kinds of things like that that go on. Um you know, or well, like, I guess it said, depends on what they're state on. they're in, also. You know. Yeah. Well, I heard that. I heard the story recently about that, about a gun store owner in Florida that thought it was illegal to sell suppressors.
0: See, that's stupid on his part because he's just he's he's cutting himself out of
1: business. Yes, yeah. that's sales that he could have, money that he could have. So. You know, now, uh, I mean, technically, it could be illegal if you don't have a class three. If you don't have the class three well, license. Yeah, you got to have the proper licensing. But if he's got the yeah. proper licensing, then
0: it's not yeah. illegal to do that.
2: Yeah, I think I, I usually see a more of more of that issue at uh, at gun shows rather than gun shops.
0: Okay. I don't know. I've seen it at gun shops too, man. I've seen some pretty yeah. stupid people telling telling people stuff. Uh, you know, like and this. Then we'll go ahead. Let's get into our uh, fact to fight the myth this week.
1: SDI is proud to present the Talking Lead
2: facts to fight the myths.
0: So that's a good segue, and we didn't even plan that. But um, all right, so what you were saying, going to these gun stores, and and you know, or what I was saying, you go into these gun stores and hearing these gun shop workers tell people certain things. So. Uh, I was hearing one the other day where the guy was saying that the angle of the grip on different models, which there are different angles of grips on different models of handguns, sure. uh, affects um, affects your sight, your accuracy, which okay. which is stupid because your front post sight and your rear sight, you line those up and it's going to shoot. Doesn't matter what the
1: angle of your So this guy was saying that that the angle that you would have on a 1911 versus what you have on a Glock, because those are two things that have uh, different kinds of Great examples.
0: Or an (laughs) MP versus a Glock. Yeah. Yes, it affects affects the accuracy. And I was just, I was like blown away. I was like, what an idiot. I mean, as long as (laughs) you've got, that's why you have a front sight and a rear sight. And that's why Mm -hmm. you go to the range to make sure those are lined up and then you make the necessary adjustments. But once you've got them adjusted, once you get your you know, you put that front sight where it's supposed to go, that's where it's gonna go. It doesn't yeah. matter what kind of angle you the dangle of your angle
1: of your grip. <laughs> yeah. Big There's boy. a lot of crazy th- You you sometimes hear crazy things like um I hear uh if people that are new to guns go into gun stores You'll always hear where they're telling them, you know what you need? A shotgun. And let me explain why. Because when you make this racking sound, you don't even need to have it loaded. <laughs> make this racking sound, and that's yeah. the most terrifying sound in the world. But if yeah. that person who just kicked in your door in the middle of the night, you know, and they're a crackhead or whatever, I don't think if they just heard, if they just but did <coughs> that. If that were thing.
0: true, yeah, and if that were true, all you need was a, was a stapler. A stapler makes that noise too. So you wouldn't even need a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just or just record that sound on your cell phone. Yeah. Just make it with your mouth. And see how see how safe <laughs> yeah, you're going to feel go. by just having that noise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of
1: it's it seems like too old school. And I I often think to myself, you know, don't these guys get like continued education or something that <laughs> it
0: should be required, shouldn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, like I and and I don't, you know, some people out there may agree with this. Uh, I heard a gun store owner telling a young woman that was in the store looking for her first handgun that the best thing is a revolver, and that's not necessarily, you know, I don't think it's necessarily true to go to it being a revolver. I'm not saying a revolver is a bad option, but you know, it's I not.
0: Think- it's not by default the best solution for that person. Yeah.
1: Exactly. You know, she, you know, thats what I would liked to have her, heard. About her, her. He didn't
0: ask her what she wanted it to use it for. Yeah. Uh, you know, anything has she yeah. ever shot a gun before? You know, what's comfortable? What's not comfortable? You know, he didn't yeah. qualify that answer. He just came out and said, you know, a, a frame is the best thing for you."
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think, and what wound up happening is, I, I saw the young woman just leave, and and I think that that's the thing that um, that you should do. You should always, you know, these things can fit the person and you have to find out who is this person, what are they looking for what can they handle, you know, what's their level of understanding and and all that kind of stuff that goes into things and I know for myself and Lola when we first got into this stuff, uh, a lot of people told her that and she got a revolver and she really um, does not like revolvers (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, yeah and there's a lot of things I think for women that would stop them from carrying revolvers but everyone says yeah because if you get the revolver it's always going to work you know, not because so, not they never fail, right? right. Yeah, you know, supposedly, they probably
0: have a less failure rate because there's less moving parts. I mean, anytime you got less moving parts, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's logic, I mean, it's simple, simple physics, simple logics. When you got more moving parts, you got more things that could go wrong, yeah, you know, thus leading to more failures. But, yeah, I don't, I think, I, you know, I don't, I don't like, I do not, not like revolvers just not to like them. It's just for me, shooting revolvers uh, and you know, the magazine, you know, the bullet capacity, that's a big thing for me also. Mm-hmm. Is you mm-hmm. know, I want to have more than six rounds. And screw mm-hmm. you people who say if you can't get it done with you know <laughs> six and you can't get you it can't done. You can't get
1: it with two or yeah. one.
0: Well what about those what about those other ten people that are after my ass? You know, or that mm-hmm. guy that's, that's hopped up on uh, methamphetamines methamphetam- or what's the crazy wacky drug that makes people superman? Bath salts. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, basalt. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever you know, and you empty a whole magazine into him, and, and you know he's still coming after you. It's the Walking Dead.
1: I think it's there's a this,
0: lot of the stupidity and naive, naivety of people to say that. Yeah, um, I
1: think there's a lot of things that go wrong there. Can for a example. Can
0: a revolver get it done? Yes, absolutely. A revolver mm-hmm. can get it done. You know, uh, under the right circumstances, but you never know what circumstances are going to be. You know, yeah. that's, it's the unknown.
1: So I want to be prepared for as much as possible for the unknown. Right. I think one of the things is if you don't have it on you in the first place when you need it, then it's totally useless. So if you and, – and a lot of women wind up carrying in their purse, which winds up being a problem in my opinion because you can get separated from your purse and all that kind of stuff. So now if you're going to carry that on you, you have to ask yourself, what are women going to actually conceal carry? You know, the cylinder could get in the way, and then if they're going to conceal carry a revolver, are they going to feel – a lot of the revolvers out there have a long trigger pull like we were talking about before, uh, a short barrel and all that kind of stuff. And and so when they actually go to the range, they find that even from 6 to 10 yards, they're not even accurate with it. So even if they wind up carrying that thing on them and then they need it, they're really not accurate even at a close distance. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that goes yeah. into after you get your carry permit, you need to train, and you need to train with what you're going to carry. That way you're going to know after your first session of training with that gun whether that's going to be the right gun for you or not, whether you yeah. need to sell that gun and get something different.
2: Which is the reason I got rid of those those two.
0: Right, yeah. Exactly. So you're not going to know until you use them. The only yeah. way to to really find out is to take the training courses. Yeah. Find a local firearms instructor, uh, qualified and sign up for some classes.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I think when they get asked that question by someone, they should say, you know, it really depends for each person and who they are and what they're looking for. Start from there instead of just trying to sell them a shotgun or a revolver and get them out the door. Even if you, even if they have a bunch of things to think about, if you give them good information, they're going to go, you know what, when I'm ready, I'm going to come back to this place. I go to a lot of places... And especially when I started this, I went to places where, when they spoke to me like that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying anything from these guys."
0: Hank, I think you should start a, a a traveling training company or course that goes to these gun stores and it shows them how to
1: <laughs>
0: properly properly sell a firearm.
1: <laughs> yeah, education,
0: uh, education, and I'm not—I'm kind of being persistent. Get your bias out. I'm kinda of, i kinda of being a smart ass about it, but it does. Somebody needs to do that. Somebody I, I agree needs, with you. Somebody needs yeah. to go undercover and just film all these idiotic things that these gun people say and then play it back to them and say, Pay me twenty five hundred dollars right now and I'm gonna train you how to properly do this and I won't release this film.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely get some continuing education classes and keep up to date with what the uh, current laws are and how to deal with your customer because the customer should be number one and you should know how to deal with them and figure out who they are. And what's yeah. happening nowadays is that women have a lot more buying power than they used to, um, I guess, 100 years ago. I think women have had buying power <laughs> for some time. Um, you know, realize that when you're yeah. dealing with women, respect them instead of saying, like, okay, you little old lady. Don't be condescending. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Be respectful. They're intelligent people. They get this stuff. <laughs> you yep. know. Not all girls want pink guns. Oh no, no. Yeah. Some do, though.
0: Some guys want pink. Some guns. do. Got to ask the yeah. question, though. Yeah. That's right. True. That's right. All right. So that's well. That's kind of a couple of facts to fight the myth. There is that uh, gun shop uh, employees don't know everything. So take it with a grain of salt when you go and you're asking their advice. Always get second, third, fourth opinions, uh, and uh, the what was the first one? What I start this whole thing off with,
1: <laughs> um,
0: the angle of your grip, the the yeah. grip angle, oh, yeah. does not affect uh, your accuracy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually had a fan your one time that affect was, your accuracy. I had a fan sending me messages because he went to a store and there was a um uh, uh you know Keltec RFB there. And the, the guy in the store was telling him that it can only run th- um, 308. So, <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And this guy was well, like...
0: All right, and here's the thing what you do there is you don't take the gun store's word for it. I mean, yeah, you say, okay, and if it sounds suspicious to you, call the manufacturer and the manufacturer will tell you. Right. And the best way to call him out is to make him call the manufacturer right there for you.
1: Yeah, well what? these guys and these guys were to to tell him that it wouldn't run 7, you know, 762 by 51 NATO. It wouldn't run the NATO round. <laughs> so, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of crazy things that happen like that. You know, definitely try to stay up with things that are going on and don't automatically beat down people when they know a little bit more than you do because all of us there's something that we don't know.
0: Absolutely, and that goes back to our show. Uh, where we were talking with Aaron Cowan. Is don't eat your own. You know, find mm-hmm. out. You know, if somebody's doing something that doesn't look, you know, right or, or the way you would do it. Ask them and find out why they're doing it that way. Because there's probably a good reason as to why they're doing it that way. Mm-hmm. And then if there's no good reason, then call them out and <laughs> and, and try to you know, correct them. But don't be overly critical. Yeah. 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 Very All right. Good, good. Good fact to fight the myths, guys. SDI's 32 semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60 credit hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand in hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered via distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. Hank, there was uh, another thing that you were telling me about off air, and it had to do with uh, one of those cleaning companies, one of those snake oil companies. What what was that
1: all about? Well, what we've we've got a little bit of controversy right now with Fire Clean. You've heard of Fire Clean, right? Lubricant? Yeah, I
0: actually, yes. actually have some samples, but I've never used them.
1: Right. So there is a. Uh, there's a controversy, it's, um, you can find it on the Firearm blog, I guess they started it, but it's all over the place, where they say pretty much Fire Clean is vegetable oil, specifically Crisco Pure Canola.
0: <laughs> really? So they're just, they're just buying Crisco and selling it as gunnel?
1: Well, apparently, if you read and through oil? this article, the guy that has the patent on Crisco... Has the is the same guy that has the patent on Fire Clean, and then also they did some uh, spectral analysis. I wanted to say is what they did. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. spectral analysis that, according to that, it looks like the same chemicals or similar. Yeah, or very similar chemicals, and it it brings up this whole controversy. I th- I don't think that this would be just happening with Fire Clean. I think there's probably several companies out there that are taking stuff. Uh, like engine oil and things like that, and and repackaging it, rebranding it. As, you think uh, people are really uh, doing that? I think so. I think so, and they're making money. And you know, I, I just by coming up with a catchy name. I think so, and based on the way that I think about it, I'm not really mad at them. I think, hey, that's all part of free enterprise. It's up to us if we want to save money, because you could just go out there and buy a bottle of Crisco, you know, instead of getting this little <laughs> bottle of uh, uh, Fire Clean. You know, and and paying way more for it, you can get a bottle of Crisco that'll probably last you for the rest of your life, or you know, um, engine oil or one of any of the other things out there. So
0: yeah, so this guy, yeah. he holds the patent for Crisco, and he's the one who started the fire
1: clean.
2: Yeah, I hadn't heard that part.
1: Yeah, well, let's see here. Let's uh, let's look through it. Let's look at the article. <laughs> okay, because that would make. I mean, I could see
0: that it's like, hey, I've got this product that'll do multiple things. I'll just call it something else over here for this industry versus this industry. Um, but if it's somebody just taking Crisco and shoving it in, you know, their bottles, and uh, I would, if I was Crisco, I would sue them for that, <laughs> big time.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I'll stick with my modern Spartan systems.
0: That a boy.
2: Man, that's nanotechnology. Right. <laughs> Oh, that stuff is that stuff is legit
1: though here goes the article fire clean founder Edward Sugg was listed on a patent available to the public listing alternative uses for vegetable oils such as canola oil including uh, firearm lubricants etc sure. so there's there's a connection of the person uh, of the person who owns fire clean and public patents connected to things like uh, canola oil, etc. Yeah, Chris there's, some, there's some kind of, there's a connection there, hmm. and you know what, hmm. I think this happens often, man, I think we see this a lot, it, really, maybe they put some, you know, they put a few little uh, minerals or something in there, and they say, no, it's not exactly the same thing, so technically, it's not exactly the same thing, but pretty much it is, you know, yeah. there have been other kinds of controversies like that out there, and I know a lot of guys who don't use those things, and they do use motor oil. And and um, you know well, they the use, out there. They use the uh,
0: the grease that mechanics use. What's that grease called? Uh, 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 silicone grease. They use silicone okay. grease. Yeah, I know guys that just that just do that because they're like, you know, this is all you need, right? Here. just yeah. this little silicone grease and you're done, man. That's all you need. Yeah. You know what it look, makes I'm sense? Not... Why, why why would you? Why would it not be good for guns, which are you know have less heat, I guess, than than a motor than a car's engine. Yeah. you know if it works good on a car's engine why wouldn't it work good on a on a fire
1: yeah I'm not mad at the companies for doing this and making money. I think that's enterprising and people have done it for a long time I think it's if you want to save money and be sensible and and you do your research and you're not doing things that do damage to your guns then there's there's alternatives mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure there's guys who've done videos and things like that out there uh cut, looking at this and looking at alternatives that people can use and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, and at the same time, if people want to spend a lot of money on marketing and branding things and putting it out there, and then and we go and we spend a lot of money and buy that thing and we swear it's the best thing in the world, then there you go, you know. Yeah. If what's you, wrong if with you that? use it and,
0: and you like it, then yeah, you know, more power to you. Yeah. If but you I think, want to I live think
1: in the matrix, is, live in the matrix.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing: I think what the reason this is coming out is people feel duped. They're like, you know, they're just selling me Crisco oil. They're not selling me any kind of new magical environmentally safe, you know, product here. It's just they feel duped, I think is what it is at that point.
1: Yeah, but I I, I would
0: say again that this happens a lot. <laughs> oh, I know it does. You, and you yeah, know it, it does. It happens a lot. Right.
1: And in lots not of just, things, not, just not just in different.
0: the firearms industry either. I mean it happens right. in everything that we do. Just like the vitamins and, you know, the the um, supplements that we buy. It a lot of this stuff is made by one company and these other companies just pay them to put their label on it. And it's the exact same product, but because you've got a brand name on this one, you're paying three times as much uh, than you are for, you know, the Kroger brand. But it's the exact same pill made at the exact same uh, factory.
1: Yeah. Using the exact same. They do that with batteries. They do it with all kinds of different things, you know, you know, we don't want to make, we don't want to buy things made in China but a lot of stuff is made in China you know one thing's very expensive and 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 one thing is is cheap but they were made in the same company by the same yeah. company in the same factory in China so there's a lot of stuff like that going on it's up to us to be more uh, educated consumers yeah
2: amen
0: so I'm shaking the show up a little bit as you guys probably uh, are are probably racking your brains like what happened to the jack wagon this week and Let's do the jack wagon. So bring it home, Gunny.
2: Hey, Ralph do or die, hold them high at and tonight. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week. So brace yourself, baby.
0: All right, so I've got two guests. So we should, we should get at least two jack wagons on the train this week. Uh, let's start with the Talking Lead number one fan, Chuck Sanford. Chuck, who's your jack wagon this week?
2: I don't know if you'll everyone would necessarily agree with it, but uh, I guess I had heard a clip from uh, Jeb Bush on, uh, what was his name, a uh, new talk show, new uh, Late Night Talkos, and uh, he was asked. Um, Colbert.
0: Seth, Colbert. is it Seth? Colbert. Oh, Colbert, okay, Colbert.
2: He was asked a question, a, uh, I guess it was some audience member question, about uh, what would you do about, but it was it was talking about uh, doing background checks, uh, expanding background checks to uh, to try to better cover people with mental illness. Um, okay. And that part of the that part of the answer, it was like, eh, okay, it could go. He didn't necessarily say how he would do it, but it, was, it could go either way. But then he was asked about, um, well, how how do you implement that? And he basically starts to invoke the Tenth Amendment, um, basically saying that. Even though the first uh, the Second Amendment gives us the natural right to protect ourselves with firearms, it's up to the, uh, It should be up to the states to be able to regulate that.
0: Okay. Uh, so I'm looking got, at something right here. It says, "It says Jeb Bush, there's not a national right to gun ownership."
2: Right. He was the uh, Colbert had, had said something along the lines of that since there is a national document. That guarantees our right to own firearms. That shouldn't that right carry, shouldn't there be a national document? Yeah, so here it is. Yeah, so
0: I I got it right here. So when Colbert asked the governor if the Constitution implied a national right to gun ownership, Bush seemed to indicate that he believed each state had the right to legislate gun ownership as they see fit. And Colbert, quote, Well, the right to have an individual firearm to protect yourself is a national document in the constitution so shouldn't that also be applied nationally jeb says no (laughs) jeb says no not necessarily there's a 10th amendment to our country the bill of rights has a 10th amendment that says powers are given to the states to create policy and the federal government is not the end all and be all that's an important value for this country, and it's an important federalist system that works quite well. And, and, this,
2: and as we learned last week, you know, he is one of the, I guess, the three Republican contenders that do not own firearms. Um, and this is basically just like another stance that he has is being anti-Second Amendment. Yeah. So well, it says after the story,
0: after story broke, the Bush campaign contacted the Daily Caller to explain that Bush is a strong supporter of the Second Amendment, and that he wasn't trying to argue that states have the right to limit the Second
1: Amendment. Yeah, but a lot of way. states are limiting it. It's one of these things that everyone should have this right in this country. There's states that are severely limit it, like New York, California, uh, Illinois, Connecticut, Hawaii, yeah, Illinois. Illinois. There's a bunch of states that severely limit it. Some even, I mean, just did you just say
0: Illinois? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do that too. <laughs> you just said Illinois. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is that yeah, it's it's. Uh, I understand where he, where his argument is coming from, but it's something that we need as a country to stay above the fray of the rest of the world, so we don't go down the drain. You know, we don't go yeah. to hell in hell in a handbasket with the rest of the world because of these states that are limiting things.
2: Well it it seemed like in the statement that he was putting the 10th amendment above the 2nd amendment that he was saying mm. that he was he was applying a 10th amendment on a natural right which I just don't agree with. A
0: national. Yeah. A, national no, a natural
2: a right. natural a natural right to be able to defend ourselves any way we see fit.
0: Yeah, but but they're yeah. they're talking about national. They're not talking about natural right. They're saying it's a national right because it's in the constitution. It's, yeah. you know, it's right. well, yeah, a,
2: a national right to regulate the Second Amendment. The Second Amendment gives us the natural right to be able to protect ourselves any way we see fit.
1: I think it should be natural and national. I think it should be natural and national. It's a natural right, and it should be a national right for everyone in the country. Well, no, and it, no, it shouldn't. Be it shouldn't.
0: The, the government should have no say. It shouldn't be on any document that says we can or we can't because it is a natural right. We don't need yeah. the government yeah. to tell us we, that. We,
2: which is the point like of the we Second don't need
0: Amendment? So we don't need the government to tell us who we can marry, when we can marry, you know, anything like that. We do, we don't the government th- doesn't need to be a part of marriages.
2: Marriage.
1: You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Agreed. They don't there's they, they need to do as little as possible as far as I'm concerned. So all right. So yeah, Jeb Bush, welcome to the Jack Wagon Train. Yeah. Probably not you, you for the double time. speak. Yeah. Politician you. <laughs> I s- I Mike, second, who's your jack wagon. I, I second whatever Chuck said. What Chuck just said. <laughs> okay, so, but who's yeah. your jack wagon this week? That's how whatever
0: that guy whatever that guy that Chuck just said. So my Jack Wagon is Hank Strange for the third week in <laughs> a row. <laughs> Not having a jack
1: wagon. <laughs> I, refu- I refuse to conform. Oh, to the, oh to the structure of your show, oh I feel I have a natural right. Okay, I but didn't see, land on you, Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed you, on me.
0: By you not conforming, you have conformed to
1: to my show because my show has no My nonconformism no. is a conformism. Is that what you are saying? That's you're right. double speaking me now. Nope. I'm good at that. I learn from the best, man. I learn from the
0: best. <laughs> so that was our jack wagon Chuck super lead head A number one fan thank you for for bringing that to the table brother we appreciate that no problem that was was a good one Uh, so now it's time to wrap the show up guys so so
1: Hank are you going to the IV888 shoot did you say you're going to that or not no unfortunately I won't be able to make it out there this year to hang out with you guys Got some other things going on. You just don't want to give me my knife back. I know what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the one with the rape whistle? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You need to forget about that. I don't even know what you're talking about, man.
0: Uh-huh, exactly. It's the one that he's supposed to be putting in his video since he's had it.
1: It's supposed to make, like,
0: secret that cameo be, appearances. No, be
1: acknowledging the existence. No. It's, it's like secret cameo appearances it's supposed to be making. I, but. I should have brought it out here when we were doing this, but we're we're just we're audio only. Actually, I have it. I have it right now. Look at it. This is awesome. <laughs> Let me see. What is the no, name of don't. this knife? <laughs> No, I'm not going to be that's able to. That's fine. Make it you out can there. continue
0: continue to borrow my knife. That's fine.
1: Oh, it's I have now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to make it out to the show. Uh, it was fun last year. I know you. Uh, I'm sure it'll be even more fun this year. That's that's what I'm understanding. And uh, there's going to be more
0: vendors. There's going to be more guns. There's going to be more gunpowder. More things. things that go boom, better food, from what I understand. But
1: yeah, that's more coming up
0: first me. first of next month. So uh, that's something that I'm going to be attending. Um,
2: Those videos are going to be sick.
0: Yep there's there's like going
1: to the be master.
0: there's going to be some good times going on there. Um, but that's what I got coming up with that. And then I'm going to continue to do some more with the Caltech sub 2000. I got some more videos from SHOT Show
1: (laughs) that I'm going to be dropping hot off the press. uh, Don't you have some videos from SHOT Show 2014 also? I I probably do.
0: I've got some footage uh, probably from those too.
1: uh, Just call it retro. Just throwback Thursdays, you know? But I'm still
0: working on a. I got a new segment that I'm working on. That's uh, still I keep it under wraps right now. I've got a sponsor that I'm working with on that. But that's going to be something I think you guys are really going to be excited about. It'll be like a once a month uh, kind of deal that we're going to do. Sweet. Um, but, uh, and that's about all I got going right now. I'm sure there's a whole lot more. As you can tell, I'm a little under the weather, so my brain's not working good. So. Okay. Uh, Hank, what you got? What you got coming up, bro?
1: Um, we're right now, we just, uh, put out the inter-ordinance. Remember last week I was showing you that inter-ordinance AK yes. pistol? So, yes. we've got a video that we released yesterday that's on full 30, and in a few days it'll be on YouTube. I've also got a video coming up in the works from PTP Tactical, the suppressor company out of Kentucky, that's going to be on my channels, that should be fun. I've got a follow-up on the Diamondback DB FS9 that we plan to come out with, which is basically, that was the full-size 9mm handgun from Diamondback, and uh, people want to know, I think I put out a video more than a year ago, and folks want to know what I think about that, so I'm not going to spill the beans. That's coming up. You'll see what I okay. think about that bad boy. Very cool. Chuck, yeah. what do you got coming up, brother?
0: And just work. Just working? you not going to any uh, gun shows, or are you going to go to the... We got to meet you in person this year at uh, NRA here in Nashville. Yes. Are you going to be going to any uh, events like that?
2: Uh, probably not until NRA next year.
1: Okay. So okay. you'll so going to be in... Louisville, right?
2: Louisville, Louisville yeah. We're, we're trying our, we're trying our best Louisville. to make it. Try, try to do it without the kids this time.
0: Apparently there's something in the water up there because he had, how many kids you got? Like 20 kids? Something <laughs> like that. He had, <laughs>
2: he, had, he had a
0: whole bunch. He had an army there, man. Yeah, like three
2: three kids and three dogs. So, yeah, it's a, it's a full household.
0: And, Chuck's a baby and, maker. And a, and a wife. I mean, separate a wife. the wife from the dogs. There you go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And she is, she is a very lovely wife, by the way.
1: You're a lucky man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Yes, I am. I, I second that. You know what I'd like to ask Chuck? What kind of stuff would you like to see us, you know, myself, Talking Lead, and the other YouTube channels out there that you support? What yeah, kind of videos. Would you like to see us making, man? You're, you know, if you're you, a fan. What appreciate. are you not
0: getting? What are you not getting in your firearms entertainment that you're that you need?
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's not not there's not a whole lot. I mean, you guys keep bringing out the new stuff, and that's the kind of stuff I like seeing. So keep doing what you're doing.
0: Let me ask you this: What about torture tests? Do you get tired of torture test, or never. do you never get tired? Never get tired of torture test? Huh? Nah, I never get tired.
1: Do you have a time limit of videos? Are you one of those guys that only likes, you know, two to five minute videos, or do you like hour long videos? What would you? I uh, I'd say up to ten minutes, ten minutes up max. Ten minutes, okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, I got it. Five minutes is good. I can I can watch up to ten.
1: Okay.
2: Ten All right. So uh, depending that,
0: on how entertaining it is. That reminds me, I got a message from one of the ladheads the other day, and it was a couple of shows back. One where it was like an hour and a half long show, or one of my longer shows, and he sent me a message that said something about, you know, I want to watch a TV show, not a miniseries. He's like, you know, the show's too long. I was just like, I was "Like, do, do you not have a pause button? Can you not pause it and then come back and listen to the rest later? You, you don't have to listen to the show all at one time if you don't want to, Lin-Heads. <laughs> yeah. Break oh, it up. I love doing that. You'll know, break it up in segments. <laughs>
1: yeah. or if Listen while you're working. Listen while you're driving. Uh, just cut it up in segments. Yeah. And if you really but, want your your lady friend to enjoy herself listen to this show when you're making love. (laughs) Making the sweet love. That's right. Put the sign up on the door and turn on talking lead.
0: That's right. While, While Hank Strange is playing on the YouTube in the background.
1: Logical. Yeah. Long, long,
0: long. Yeah. Put the headphones on. Listen to Talking Lead while you're watching Hank Strange YouTube videos.
1: Exactly. That will make totally it sweet right. love to your girl.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. Awesome, no, Chuck. No, man, gonna. I want to thank you. I want to thank you so much for all your support uh, and continued participation uh, with the show. And yes, guys, I'm going to continue to do the trivia. I just don't I have one prepared for this week. Uh, we'll, we'll start those again next week. Uh, new prizes, new trivia questions. It's going to be awesome.
2: No, but thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. This was a lot of fun.
0: And I was going to say, you. Chuck, Chuck's not allowed to win, at least for you know another six, <laughs> six months. So yeah. everybody else will have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chuck, you're still el- <laughs> you're still eligible. We need more people I mean, like Chuck out there. I gotta so. give you credit on the the last one you beat. Like, oh gosh, I don't mean there's like over a hundred. Oh, really? You know, quite, yeah, over a hundred that came in. So, I mean, you wow. in it completely random. I use a a little program that randomizes everything, and you you won. So it's yeah. fair and square, man.
2: I thought it was just me and the other guy
0: well that's the, it really is but I want people to think there's a lot more than that so. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I think Chuck is such a fan you should change the jack wagon to the chuck wagon <laughs> the chuck wagon
0: <laughs> oh look it's the lovely Lola strange ladies and gentlemen Uh-oh,
1: did you just see Lola strange in the background
0: she was flashing me with her
1: flashbang yeah. bang bra, bra holster yeah. uh, t- he's her still thinking you. about your flashbang video and Chuck says thank you <laughs> She says, "You're welcome, Chuck. We we love people like you, Chuck. We would not be able to do this without guys like you that really get in there and support us, man. It's a big deal to us." So, no, seriously,
0: that's the only only reason I continue to do the show. Because me? I mean, you got well. It's, it's guys. It's you. It's guys like you. It's guys like me. I mean, I'm just a regular old guy that just likes to get on here and and talk. You know, talk guns. And you guys encourage me
1: by saying, "Hey, I want to hear this. I want to see this. I, you know, yeah." this would be good cool you know to, to talk about yeah it's tough to do this kind of thing and do it every day and to get out there and do all the social media marketing and all the kind of things that you have to do to get a show to make shows and make videos and do that stuff but i know especially when i go out to things like the NRA and actual people come up to me and they know who I am, and they thank me, and they say keep going. That's awesome. That's that actually gives me a boost to go through <laughs> yeah. the rest of the year. So it's a big deal. Absolutely, that's awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. And we all, and we do appreciate what, everything that you guys do. I mean, I'm speaking just for all the leadheads out there and fans of, uh, of YouTube channels. I mean, we, we thank you for just bringing all of this stuff to us. Um, things that we normally probably wouldn't be able to see or you know, see fire. You no, know, we might see it on a shelf at the gun store, but not see necessarily how it works and how it's going to run. So, I mean, again, you know, we thank you, you guys, for doing what you do and uh, keep doing it.
0: You're welcome, Roger. That Roger. That whether I did the show or the videos, I would still continue to go do those things. Yeah, just I like to bring it. You know, I like to share my experiences. Yeah. yeah just to let people know what's out there and what they can and what they're missing out on
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like to rub it in their face yeah exactly I was thinking I was like you know know you're doing it right when you make another dude a little bit jealous of your gun yeah that's right
0: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely
1: and as always leadheads keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer keep your hands in your pants and do the baby dance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs>